everybody. Welcome to Podcast of the Gundam Heroes. Uh, we are here with Gundam Turn A episodes 34 to 37. Uh, again, it is myself, Ty Tuesday, and with me as always is Kuvo. Hello. Vickas. That's me. And Serene Jungin. Hello, everybody. Hello. 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 Uh, we got some good episodes. We're going to find out what the Zack Traeger is. Thank God. <laughs> you can't keep this from me any longer. Oh my god, if they delayed one more set of episodes, <laughs> I was going to shit. <laughs> I would have just shit on the spot immediately. Like, you can't tease me with ah, some cool future tech we refuse to mention. Damn, like, this series is so good about that too, right? Like, they love introducing just enough to make you go like, oh, that seems like a fascinating bit of technology. Or like, oh, that's a concerning bit of information, which we run into another very good yep. one today that I liked. That they just stated really quietly in passing, like, oh, that's weird. Oh, well. And I was just like, no, not oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> Lauren. <laughs> yeah, so let's go on in episode 34. Uh, we get a recap of Kota blowing himself up, heroic sacrifices, yay. Um, the Woo. title of this one is uh, Fly Through the Stratosphere. Uh, so we see Harry, he's in his gold sumo and he's heading to Manu Peach. Um, he says that the uh, Gendarme, which the Gendarm. is that... Yeah, that uh, green spaceship with the tentacles that Mime is in, along with Diana, uh, that can reach space by itself. It doesn't need to go through the Zack Traeger. So, um, yeah, it just is a spaceship. It yeah. is a space vessel that will do it. <laughs> it doesn't need help. Yeah, the Wilgen is a bit more old tech school. as opposed to the Wilgen, which came from Earth and is kind of broken down and shit. So, yep. Uh, yep. We cut over to the Garme. It's on the ground prepping to take off. Uh, maybe gets noticed that they lost contact with the group that they had at Monopage because you know the militia kind of rolled over them and blew them all up and all that. Um, Diana's looking out the window. She says this could be her last day on Earth. Uh, Meme says that he knows it's actually Diana now because she was so uh, concerned about looking out on the last day on Earth because of what she said to the red team in the previous episode. So he knows it's actually her. So he's uh, in on That's it. That's pretty decent confirmation at that point. Hey, I remember your grandma. Yeah. So um, she doesn't want anything to do with him. She doesn't like him right now. Um, he tells her that the Wilgen made the Monopeach, and of course her ears perk up. Um, she's like, he's like, well, we got to get to the moon before them, so we're taking off now. Uh, we cut over to the militia. They're at Monopeach. They're turning on the mass driver. Uh, there's a shot of like the outside of, if you remember, they were saying there was like a tree trunk that was cut down, and there was like these uh, root branches that went out. Well, the root branches themselves are mass drivers, which are basically big rails. You put things on, and they shoot them real fast to get them going into orbit. Um, they're turning that on and there's a scene of like, you know, it kind of breaking out of the ground and stuff. Yeah, this thing goes for like several miles is the kind of scale yeah, it, we're talking it, it, about here. Real big run up to get enough speed. <laughs> yeah, um, like it is going very fast by the end of it. And once you're going very fast, you in fact cover a lot of ground very quickly. <laughs> so it needs to be... That, that's big. how speed works. <laughs> what, so. what the? <laughs> what? <laughs> what the? So yeah, Tarnuka... Oh, right, I have a degree about this. Velocity? <laughs> no. No, no, no. Yeah, so uh, Taruka, who again is the new king of the... Ad Ad what are those people were called? The, God, they begin with an A, I forgot Adesca. about it. Adesca. Adesca, that's yeah. it, thank you. Um, he's thanking Lauren for helping save the city. Um, Lauren's like, I did it to help Kotal, and like your tradition of the new kings will carry on, and you can live in peace and all that. Uh, Taruka also says, like, I wish you could stick around for the funeral, but, like, there's not really going to be a funeral since he blew himself up. I don't know. They say they got to get the space real quick because, you know, the moon people are coming. He cremated himself. <laughs> yeah, it's nice. Very considerate. So, uh, Horace, Sid, and Laterum are finding computer consoles and all cool, this all old tech stuff. Um, it's the hookup between the mass driver and the Zack Traeger. They get it working. They're all really tired and yawning because they've been working all night. Uh, we got to the Wilgam. They've somehow landed on the mass driver track, and they're getting ready to prep the launch. Uh, Gwyn is giving a speech saying, good job, everyone. Uh, the moon he people are going to be speeches. back. 
yeah, he does this all the time. He makes himself seem important, which, sure, why not? Uh, yeah, we get a quick montage of everybody fixing stuff up. Uh, we cut over the Fran and Joseph. They're talking to Mishi. Um, Fran is taking pictures, and, like, they're kind of walking in front of it. Is this the right scene for that? Yes. I'm pretty Did sure. It? Yeah, she's trying to take pictures of the Wilgum on the, on the uh, mass driver line. For and what it's worth, this is one of, like, 12 scenes in these episodes where Fran <laughs> takes pictures of things, which is why... Fran is quickly ramping up to, like, my favorite character in this. Fran is just the best. Fran um, is playing Pokemon Snap. Yeah, yeah she's got to be the historian there, you know? This girl is so into being a journalist, it ki- it just kicks all sorts of ass. <laughs> um, so there's some quick scenes here. Lauren and Sochi show up with a horse cart of food. They're, they're, it's a gift from all the Adesca people. Um, they're tired and they want to go to sleep. Uh, we cut the Harry. He arrives over at the Gendarme, which is ready to take off. They start shooting at him. He gets angry because he's unable to stop them from leaving Earth. As And so as the uh, Gardami flies into the sky, uh, he starts screaming at a suit at uh, Midgard and Moran, saying that if any harm comes to Diana, they'll, quote, taste the wrath of a man <laughs> whose hatred will survive even if I'm killed and reborn a thousand times. <laughs> and they animate this yes. quite up. Like, there is, like, a background of flames and fury behind him, and his, like, glasses are on fire. It... It whips He's ass. also yeah. Captain Morganing on the cockpit at this point as well. Like, he opens it up to scream at them. Yeah, you like, it really, they want to make sure you understand he fucking means it. <laughs> this guy <laughs> extremely means it. Like, and he is yeah, so the best. As Diana's yeah. <laughs> taken off, uh, she's like, I wonder if I'll ever return to Earth. This is the human's home. I should be here. Uh, the Wilgum crew sees the uh, Gardami take off. They wonder if they can ever catch it, but one of the techs is like, listen, we got to wait for the Zack Traeger. It's on a three-hour rotation. And so Horace gives this PowerPoint presentation. It shows <laughs> what kind of the Zack Traeger is. It's like this big rotating thing in the sky. and they It's have to a giant it up, croquet right? mallet. Yeah, so I guess I could talk about this a little. It's a skyhook. Um, look it up on Wikipedia if you don't know what it is. It's a type of non-rocket space launch, like a kind of like a space elevator or an orbital ring or a launch loop. It's a spinning space station where if you time it, it so that you like move, take off from Earth and slide into it right as it's going to scoop you up, it can scoop you up and then fling you out at a different trajectory at a much higher velocity. So it's great yeah. that his PowerPoint is also showing what happens if you miss. Yeah, it, it shows the Wilgim blowing up in the little pieces, and I'm I'm glad wish they, it had they the found clip art for that. Yeah, I kind of wish it had that like PowerPoint '95 explosion sound effect you could have put on. <laughs> yeah. Oh, here's the scene. Okay, so after that, Fran is trying right. to take pictures of the Wilgim. This is when Joseph and Mishi are being shits and blocking the shot by imposing in them, and then they tease her for gaining weight. They're kind of assholes to her for no reason. Yeah. It's a bit weird. Yeah. Uh, we cut the Moran yelling at Phil for not following the militia in the space. Uh, Phil's like, oh, I can't do anything if they want. And Miranda's concerned is like, well, they may have nukes. They may be taking nukes to the moon. This is bad. And Phil's like, oh, they're better off not on Earth. I don't care I'm about the I'm the fucking king anymore. of the Earth, dude. Yeah. And so Moran's like, well, maybe you should send Poe to stop them because Poe's out there near them. So we cut the Poe. Um, remember her ship got chopped in half by the, uh, the turn A a couple episodes ago. Right. Um, she's yeah. taking it up. She's taking off with it, and she's heading to Manu Peach. Uh, she's crying because she wants the win for once. She's very sad about her 0-15 win loss. Um, <laughs> her humiliation <laughs> record. Yeah. Cannot hold it. Cannot hold that L for her life. <laughs> this matchup yeah. is 0-100. She, she really needs to go back to the lab and try out all over a higher-tier character. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> We see a quick scene of the, so a desk and mother and her kid bringing food to the Wilgem. Uh, they look at the white doll and they call it the white devil and they're all very awe in it. They think it's a giant because it's part of their whole you know, mythology. 
Uh, they give it food. Lauren jokes that it's an offering to the devil, and you know there's a nuke in your chest. So you know, of course you have the power of God or something like that. Lauren just your... thinks this is all kind of quaint. Yeah. Uh, outside, Laterum is flying around in that biplane with Fran in the front. She's taking more pictures. Uh, he says he's not going to the moon. He doesn't want to go anywhere where planes don't work. Um, Fair enough. On the Wilgams Bridge, they're talking about plans to go to the moon. Uh, Michael is asking, "It's like, what about building new dolls and everything?" And Gwen's like, well, Horace is going to stick behind on Earth and help lead that wall on the way, you know, because he knows everything. And they got Bruno and Jacob to fly the ship, and they're, of course, very happy to do that. Yeah. I love <laughs> I, them. I, I, I do like this next line. Yes. It's yeah. quite good. Like, so, Lily immediately is just like, this guy? Can, we, can we trust these idiots? <laughs> He's wearing a farmer suit. Yeah. And so Bruno's like, yeah, I got my license. I know how to fly the ship. And Jacob butts in. is like, it's a fake. He got it on the black market. And they start arguing. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I it. got a real license. His is bullshit. He just bought it. And he's like, hey, come on, man. <laughs> it's like, oh, my God, we're really leaving it to these guys. Huh? Okay. <laughs> yeah, so uh, we can't have any good stuff happening. So Poe and the sumo and the Matawus show up. Um, Gwen wants to take off right now, but um, one of the techs says, like, listen, we've got to wait for the Zack Traeger. It's all on a timer. Did you not see the PowerPoint, <laughs> Gwen? <laughs> Can't rush Gwen is, Gwen is very upper management, so when the lower managements are giving PowerPoints, he just steps out of the room for a minute. <laughs> We're um, going to need at least three weeks to develop this program. So can I get it tomorrow? No! So <laughs> <you're saying laughs> with our current I'm going to give a demo on it next Thursday. <laughs> so you're saying with our current workforce, it'll take three weeks. What if I triple the workforce? Will not make it done in a week? <laughs> anyway not to gripe about my job or anything <laughs> so uh, they send out Lauren and the White Doll and they try to stop Poe uh, there's a montage of the militia trying to fend Poe off um, Laterum is flying around in his biplane kind of doing strafing runs on the uh, Poe's forces and he wants Fran to quote take cool photographies of his ba- bravery yeah Fran is still on the ship as he attacks them by the way on the plane. yeah he's yeah. like throwing the hand bombs out the side <laughs> of his biplane um, Keyhill gets on the radio and pretends to be Diane and uh, starts telling the attacking forces not that they should be stopped or they'll be executed uh, the Mudawu stop for a second but Poe's like you fucking idiots this is a trick we've been known it's not her for years stop listening to them poe is literally this is per worst person you know is right unfortunately <laughs> also <laughs> she knows that she's in like losers grand finals here and she has to make it work so god yeah <laughs> yeah so lauren uh starts to attack poe with two gundam hammers because you know one wasn't good enough which by the way are the big balls on the end of chains you gotta take those into space with us yeah oh thank god these ones don't blow up instantly because the <laughs> gundam hammers are just the best like what's their special ability uh is ball very on heavy. chain spin very real heavy. fast very strong many strong <laughs> it's yeah so he's yelling about how they're going into space for peace and the post should stop attacking um he like wraps the, one of the mudawus up and then also wraps poe up with one of each and then like is kind of just holding on to them and they just blast off in the air uh poe is shocked that the white doll has become this powerful she didn't think it could do this because it didn't mm, do this weird. Before. I don't know why she's been beaten by it every <laughs> single time. <laughs> I guess it has more power now or something. But just the fact that it's flying away with one of these things in a skirt, which is supposed to be like you know, like a space traveler, like a thing is really powerful. Like it's a yeah, lot of jets, and it's true. still ripping that and another one, and just taking them through the air like children, just being like, "Hey, come on, stop it!" and like flying them somewhere. That's true. Else. It never has flown before, especially when it was dragging two other suits behind. It, yeah, so not you know. two things trying to fly the other way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah, so Michael here makes a note that he's like, oh, why doesn't Lauren just kill these two or whatever? But like Gwen says, like, oh, he's too much of a gentle boy. Um, he's a soft, he's a soft lad. He wouldn't do it. <laughs> yeah. So Bruno tells everybody it's time to go. Um, they need the, everybody's suits to come back. So uh, people, we see a quick shot of everybody in the wheelgun prepping for launch. Um, Yanni has tied himself to like a railing for the a staircase. The whole has? <laughs> Which like, I guess they don't this... have enough suit, like seats to put people in. Yep. Seats with seat belts, yeah. And even one person's like, why do I have to do this? And, and everyone's like, just shut up and tie yourself to stuff. There's a <laughs> lot of the militia doesn't understand space moments in the next few episodes. It's and real then, good. Oh, God, they really don't. <laughs> uh, and yeah, then Kihil also just like puts her back up against the wall and is like, eh, it's probably fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, Poe breaks free from Lauren's Gundam hammer. He starts falling to Earth. Harry flies in and grabs him and starts yelling that Diana has already been taken to the moon, so he has to go to the moon, too. I need uh, a ride, bro. <laughs> yeah, we can carpool. We'll get the diamond lane. Uh, Horus is in a command center. He presses some buttons and starts up the mass driver sequence, and we see the Wilgum's engine start up, and it starts going along the track. Um, Poe doesn't know what's happening, which is kind of strange because she comes from the moon, but uh, whatever. Zach Traeger's very forbidden. That's true. Uh, the Wilgum starts down the track. Lauren jumps on. They're all ready to go. Uh, Taruka says that the giants are flying up into space to go to the 80s branch. And he's trying to, you know, bring that up to a close or whatever. Uh, Laterum is trying to stop one of the Matarus from uh, shooting the Wilgum. And his plane gets, like, shot and damaged. So he just does, like, a flying air crash landing inside the Wilgum. It's pretty sweet if you consider that it's moving on a magnetic rail track right now. Yeah, at hundreds of miles an hour. And like as he yeah. lands, like Mishi like catches him with her mobile suit or whatever and just calls him an idiot. And the best part, the best part about all of this is while this is happening, reminder, Fran still in the plane. Fran is at the front of this plane, like clearly in shell shock. This <laughs> poor girl just like got shot out of the air and by chance power slid into a plane or a spaceship going hundreds of miles an hour and was caught by her friend in a robot. And her reaction to all of this is to just be kind of dumbstruck for a second and then lift up her camera and take a picture. And it yes. was just, Mwah! it was so good. Like she's just she's just kind of like uh snap <laughs> like, 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 like she's just like neat after she takes all these photos <laughs> yeah <laughs> just, uh, ah fantastic <laughs> yeah so poe is chasing the wool game in her sumo um harry like flies up behind her and grabs her he then like kind of gives her some misogynistic advice like you need to choose a better man or you will and you will become a better woman or something and then just kind of like dunks on her and chucks her back towards earth He's using and, her as a boost. Yeah, like a stepping stone. Like he's he's Yoshiing. Like he's the Mario to her Yoshi <laughs> as he tries to get closer to the Wilgum. Um, so yeah, Catch he uh, starts flying after the Wilgum. Lauren sees that he's following and drops, I guess, another Gundam hammer they had after <laughs> behind the ship. And so like he kind of grabs onto it and they reel him in. Um, this uh, this makes Jacob notice that they're too heavy now. They're not going to be able to get up to the Zack Traeger in time. So um, he yells at uh harry or he yells at lauren to like do something get out and push <laughs> <laughs> yeah so um he and harry jump out underneath the wilgam and start boosting they, it with their mobile suits they get out and push yeah they really do they get, gotta kickstart the engine the, yeah they're like oh shit these gundams are not providing any thrust and weigh a bunch what if we just grabbed it and provided and thrust and i was like oh my god what the <laughs> Yeah, so um, that's the end of that episode. They're boosting up in it the ship to... basically ends with the croquet hammer coming straight down towards them. Yep. 
it's just another case of something I love that this show does, which is it makes these great high tension situations with the robots that aren't directly violence, yep. right? Like in this case, it's just like, will they successfully pull off getting to this thing? Like they put them in these incredibly tense situations that aren't just one-on-one duels nonstop. Lauren <laughs> never wants to fight anybody and it actually works really well for like the animation and the you know set pieces of the show. It also allows them to have this thing that is like clearly just a ridiculous busted robot. It's basically like a super robot in a show full of regular robots and still have it not be like overwhelming beat everything all the time because yep. Lauren is just like avoiding violence as if much I get as shot possible. I will blow up the next three miles it's like yes this adult could easily kick a toddler but they really don't want to so they're just kind of like <laughs> trying to juggle all of these toddlers away from the situation Poe is the toddler in this equation yes just it's, to be it's funny too because like in terms of like Gundam protagonists like there are some that are more violent than others uh, Lauren being on the lower end of that and there's people like I don't know Camille who just murders everybody in his path and Hiro Yui who just kind of does whatever and has no real sense of right or wrong like yeah. a ghost or a dog yeah, <laughs> yeah and it's interesting to see like how he like i mean this is in terms of gun this is one of the more non-violent series mm-hmm. in terms of death count by the end but um yeah like i mean honestly i think like the turn a has done more laundry than it has killed people at this <laughs> point so far Watch in the more show. <laughs> yeah 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 current net positive if you count doing laundry at you know that's a morally anybody. good action transporting yeah. cows yeah <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. Pig pod. Don't forget that time the turn A was a pig pod. <laughs> All right, episode uh, 35. Uh, we start off with a recap of Poe attacking with another mention of, oh, the white doll seems to be getting stronger. That's weird. weird. Oh, oh, well. <laughs> uh, and uh, the title of this episode is Zack Traeger. It is... Finally, time for Zack Traeger party. I can't believe we um, drove all this way to Zack Traeger and it's closed. <laughs> <laughs> There's got to be another Bass Pro Shop somewhere around. But yeah, so, like someone got uh, there first and drank all the beer. <laughs> God, unfortunately, not the case. True. Uh, so we cut back to uh, the white doll and the gold sumo uh, pushing the ship all the way. Uh, everyone, you know, kind of like, ah, how how are we going to make it? Uh, and Fran is quickly being like, oh, yeah, by the way, hey, hey, everybody, if you don't know how space works, don't go outside. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> hey, just realized all of y'all are from the planet Earth and have no concept of how space functions on a physiological level. <laughs> don't be outside. OK, thank you. I kind of feel There's like an awful this- lot of this where, like, some characters are obviously comfortable with the idea of space, and some characters have so little knowledge that it's like, no, no, and it's really yeah, good. Yeah. It's too bad that like they were on a timetable to get the Wilgum taken off because I feel like they would have to give like a whole like group meeting about spacing you one on one, how not to do things. <laughs> <laughs> what not would yeah, help in the next space. couple episodes. And uh, also, they didn't get a lot of time to internalize this information, which largely becomes a problem when you start messing with your brain in ways like, oh, I don't know, getting fucking hammered in space. <laughs> Not that that happens. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, they're explaining basically, or uh, Harry tells them, like, hey, we need to reduce our volume to zero when we enter. Basically, like, we need to land in this thing. Land, land. Like, we have to stop. <laughs> you know, like, that is, that is part of the plan is the stopping. Uh, so they managed to pull it off. 
they yeah there was this weird thing i didn't get exactly what this was like there was a rope with a bucket yeah. at the end it was like like a catching device almost yeah so it this was- is how a skyhook works um assume for a second that in orbit there is a spinning tether ball like a long line and on either on either end there's going to be like two masses and this mass is rotating along while like tumbling around the earth and so the idea is you fly your spaceship up it gets caught in one of these buckets and then as the zack traeger or the skyhook rotates at the top of the spin you would fly out of it and this would put you at a very high velocity comparatively to your rotation because the skyhook is going around the earth like it adds the rotation of its orbit yeah. with the rotation of its It spin. imparts a huge amount yeah, of momentum onto things, sort of like yeah. slingshotting it, off of a planet. Exactly. Yeah, so exactly. that's what they're doing. So they're trying to get in the bottom end so they can ride it up to the top of the rotation. And, the then, it, and then it empties out the other side yeah. and yep. launches them. Yeah, got it. Uh, yeah, so basically it starts working. Um, then some arms like latch onto it. Um, no one notices at this point that uh, there was another uh, car that got in the garage at the same time, <laughs> roughly. <laughs> the Gundarm is also loaded into the Zack Traeger right now. Um, everyone is yeah rejoicing that, oh my god, we did it. We <laughs> Team, not we're dead. not all dead. Yeah. Also, we're like the first not humans in space, like outside of moon people in quite a bit. Yep. Yeah. Um, Michael tells everyone they need to, like, again, hey, put these spacesuits on if you do need to leave. Please don't go out without protection. Please, <laughs> everyone. Uh, and also, hey, listen to the moon race technicians before you try anything you're unsure about because you don't know what space is, and they do. <laughs> so, please listen. Um, listening is not the malicious strong point. No. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ, if I've learned anything in 30 episodes, <laughs> those ding-dongs can't listen. Um, so, back on the Gundarm, uh, the uh, me Midgard is, uh, he, he, again, just c- kind of, what? He's we're surprised that they actually made it up here. He thought oh, they were yeah. just going to explode no, yeah, violently. Just, <laughs> yeah, he was just like, oh my God, how did they pull, they're so dumb. How did they do this? <laughs> Um, and then, yeah, basically, he, like, they're like, hey, should we fuck with them? And he's like, no, just kind of watch over them a bit, make sure nothing goes wrong. Like, we need to get to the moon and do our schemes. Like, mm-hmm. that is priority one here. busy scheming. Got a scheme. No time for battle. Uh, uh, Diana sees the Wildum is up there as well. And, you know, she's excited. She's like, oh, thank God. <laughs> like, they, they are at least. Explode. <laughs> they didn't explode. You love to see it. Uh, <laughs> they uh, pull her to the bridge. Um yeah, who? Wait, who is Yanni? I can't remember. Uh, Yanni's the guy with like the buzz cut sides of the fat dude, the, the buzz cut sides dude, like the fohawk. Yeah. Oh, that shitty guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So he's like holding Harry. Harry gets out of it. Uh, uh, gets out of the sumo. Harry, as usual, just like leaves and then helps some ding dong who's finding a way to suffer. Yeah, this seems himself. funny because Yanni's like, "You could be a traitor. Why are you on our ship?" But Yanni, like Harry, just completely ignores him because behind him, one of the militia dudes has on a spacesuit is in suffocating himself to death because he doesn't know how to work it. So Harry just goes yeah. over and presses buttons to make him not die. Yeah. You gotta turn which, the oxygen again, on first. Which, oh my god, common theme in these next few episodes <laughs> is someone of the moon race running over being like, oh my god, no, 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 no. <laughs> like, it's seriously like all of the episodes are like, what do you got there? A knife. No! <laughs> no! <laughs> yeah, it's immediately. Uh, yeah, so uh, Bruno and Jacob back on the uh, back in the world and we're talking about how the Zack Traeger docking arms like are locked and they can't get them to unlock like yeah, the chief we're actually stuck in park here yeah we uh yeah we, cannot, we got our car launch. booted 
Mm -hmm. So they're going to throw someone uh, out there to take a look at it. Uh, Michael and Yanni are uh, interrogating Keyhole, uh, accusing her people of locking the Wildum down. Uh, Harry defends her just being like, hey, like we're there and, you know, we're in enemy territory. Yeah. Dumb so Yanni and Michael idiot. think like, that she's still Diane and saying like, why are the moon people locking our ship in place? And uh, yeah, Harry's like, listen, you are in moon territory now. You can't pretend that like you, this free ride is going to exist for you. Which yeah, definitely like gets to Michael, as we'll say. Yeah. Yeah. Just like, hey, there could be problems. Like, chill. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then, you know, Michael just, hey, I can hold you hostage. You're the bad guy. You traitored the moon. Well, you could traitor us as well. You know, like all that crap, basically. Um, and uh, Michael, uh, like, says Keel's on good terms with uh, Harry. Harry, of course, mentions that she is Diana. Uh, Michael says, yeah, right. Di Again, like, it's one of these exchanges of everyone's trying to discern who is Diana <laughs> and who is Keel. At this point, Real Diana. At this point, they all kind of know it is Keel, but they're pretending it's Diana because they want to use her for their own plot, like, using it for negotiations. Yeah. And, yeah, this whole scene is them, like, kind of knowing that they both know that, but Yanni is an idiot and he's confused, so it's comedy relief. Yep. Yeah. And yeah, like we were, we were at a point where everyone's about 95% certain is how I would say <laughs> yeah. about where everyone is. Like, I don't think anyone is actually 100%. I think there's a moment where Lauren gets confused for a second. Yep. So like, uh, yeah. So, uh, the, uh, camera, uh, zooms out and, uh, uh, two of the Wadams are getting instructions, uh, on how to defend the Gundarm and the Zack Traeger basically everyone like for a second is just like hey by the way like this is the thing that gets brought up a lot hey we can't shoot in here guys <laughs> hey guys don't shoot in here please yeah this uh, uh, is the scene is that the gardarm has uh talked to the people who are stationed on the zack trigger and say hey we have some stowaways down here come deal with them once we leave and that's why yeah there's a down. there's a control center at like the middle of the space station basically and they're sending yeah. wadams down from there oh right okay yeah uh, so Jacob, uh, explains the gravity situation of just like, there will be some local gravity due to, you know, like momentum and we're locked down force, and stuff. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Like there is a force that generates a little bit of it. So there will be a little bit. Cause I think it was, was it like Lily like dropped an umbrella and was just like, why is there any gravity? Something like that. Yeah. Cause um, there was no gravity when they're going up, but now that they're in a rotating frame of reference, there is. Mm -hmm. It's pulling them to the floor. Actually, yeah. this brings up uh, a good point. Now that I think about it, the scenes in this of the Gadarm is on the roof of the like little scoop, so they mm. should be like being yeah. pulled towards the ceiling in their ship because mm. it was upside down. But yeah. they don't. That's weird. Okay, anyway, continue. Don't worry sorry. About it. <laughs> Moon gravity. Oh god, now my brain's just trying to parse it. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh shit. I thought, man, I managed to handle the Diana Keel nonsense for like 30 episodes, but as soon as you're like ship upside gravity. down, upside up, and like again, that's another thing. They even fucking poke fun at that during these episodes where there will be scenes of like mm. someone being like, You're on the ceiling. It's like bullshit on the ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> what the but lamp on floor? Like it's <laughs> real silly. Um, so yeah, they're getting ready to, uh, start doing some, uh, exploration. Uh, Loran and Sochi are the ones getting sent to the control room. Uh, Sochi, of course, you know, hey, I'll go out on my own and, uh, uh, Loran just immediately being like, no, you have, you have no idea how space works. <laughs> like, look, <laughs> Lauren's just I, like, nah, 
I get it. You wanna be you wanna be alone and stuff, and you wanna be independent. But uh, space isn't the place to do that. <laughs> space is not the correct place for independence. I could imagine uh, that form. flying a mobile suit on gravity situations like Earth would be a lot different than doing one in a three D environment like space. Yeah. So I'm kind yeah. of surprised she's even able to get it out of the dock. Yeah, honestly. Um, so then uh, back in Keel's room. Harry fills her in that Diana is in fact going to the moon and basically explains like, well, we don't want her to deal with the grip or maintain her alone uh, because that, you know, they will have the advantage there. She'll be alone. They'll be able to pressure, you know, Mm -hmm. basically we can't let them scheme. They can (laughs) put her back in the fridge, basically. Yeah. Like they are a scheming people who will absolutely scheme on us. We can't let them scheme. Get them (laughs) stopped. Uh, So they go to the bridge, uh, tell Gwen, Hey, we can talk to the Zack Trigger control room. Uh, Jacob, at this point, finally looks up. Yeah. (laughs) No one looks up in space. (laughs) Yeah, players in video games and dogs, uh, they don't look up. So (laughs) they they, uh, just realize eventually, hey, it's right up there. Harry goes, oh, God damn it. (laughs) Basically, just uh, (laughs) once again, Harry. uh, Did Harry notice? I don't think Harry did. I don't think he knew. This is where Harry figures it out. Yeah, this is the first time anyone notices this, so they're all embarrassed. They're just like, holy shit, we never checked the other side We've been here for half an bucket. hour, we haven't even seen this. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, like, Nobody so ever looks realize, up. Yeah, and they realize the Gendarm clearly knows they're here, <laughs> which is, again, embarrassing, uh, and must have some force, form of uh, forces ready to attack them. Uh, they also know, hey, we can't shoot in the Zack Traeger. Don't shoot in the Zack Traeger, please. Don't set off uh, explosives in our elevator. It's a bad idea. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. We're both in the elevator, you dumb fucking idiots. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it cuts to uh, the shots of Wadam's coming from the hub. Uh, Harry, Sochi, and the White Doll leave the Wildrum under pretense of just kind of looking around and uh, at this point, they're kind of explaining, and I think Harry explains it here, like, hey, make sure they think you don't know they're there. <laughs> like, try and move in a way. Like, don't look directly at it if you can help it, yeah, this please. Is, this is a weird scene, too, because, like, Sochi and Lauren are fine. They just go fly off and do their own thing. But then, like, the next scene, like, Harry immediately just floats up and looks at the fucking yeah. ship. So, like, I don't know why he told them to do it. I, look, I, you, you can't know. do it. I can do it. You can <laughs> Yeah, no, wait, this is my move. Because, yeah, they've been, like, the problem was they were refusing to return the call, like the Gendarm staff was. So they just, like, weren't able to open any communications. Uh, And so Harry's like, oh, they're pretending we don't exist, huh? Well, I'm going to go pretend I exist real fucking hard at them. So he just, like, floats and stares in the cockpit until they are willing to sets up a direct line. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So uh, Lauren and Sochi are floating outside the Zack Traeger. Uh, she wonders, hey, what's that big, weird, blue-white orb? And then <laughs> Lauren's like, that is the Earth. And she you goes, standing wait, on that what? A few hours yeah, ago. It's yeah, it's actually a really funny moment because yeah. she just is like, oh, shit. What? <laughs> she looks at it. Yeah. Like, and I she think like, her first reaction it. is, yeah, she's just like, oh, my God, we're way too high up. And like, yeah, it's space. <laughs> like, it's, it's, it's very high. Once you reach space high, high just stops mattering at a point. <laughs> so, it feels yes. like they do a really good job of showing, like, these people understood what Earth was, but that, like, the reality of it had never really been presented to them. Yeah. But it's yeah. really good for that. Like, these are the actual, as far as their 
you know people's history is concerned these are probably the first people in space (laughs) so they're having a moment for sure uh, and, uh, then, yeah, uh, they start moving up to the central hub ver- via a, uh, linear motor, which is basically just, like, it's a handle they grab onto that just pulls, pulls them, them yeah. there. Like, it's the elevator. Yeah, it's just, it's designed for any mobile suit to grab onto. Um, Lauren says it's, like, way too far, uh, it's the distance from the east coast to the west coast. Yeah, so I don't know about that scientifically-wise that he said that, but maybe he was just guessing. <laughs> Probably, yeah. It's pretty big. Just trying to, because like skyhooks are big. like two two hundred kilometers, three hundred kilometers. They're not like what is that in kilometers? Fuck. Like you know, 10, New York 000. to DC, not New yeah. York to LA. Yeah. But anyway, continue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so Harry uses a uh, infrared camera, sees Diana on the bridge, uh, wiggles his uh, elbow, and flies off. Yeah. yeah, I forgot about this. This, this is a makes weird no moment. sense. It never comes up again. <laughs> yeah, Aww, like, I loved it though. <laughs> it looks like he's clearly trying to signal something to the queen. Um and you know, me Midgard immediately is like, that was clearly him signaling something to you. What did he say? And she's like, Oh no, he just does that. He's he, just he thinks like it that. makes him look dandy. That's, yeah, he just looks he dandy. does use the word dandy. Yeah, yeah. Well, dandy. that's that's yeah. just Harry. He has this gnarly he has this thing he does, and his gundam just did well. His he thinks it looks cool. It. It's just reminded me of that Seinfeld episode. It's like, yeah, you George Costanza, he hurt his elbow and it just kind of spasms like that. It's like I just think you're making that up. <laughs> yeah, or, or yeah, when he gets something in his eye and he just keeps winking at everybody and it ends up like ruining like three people's careers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so Harry then, yeah, Harry sneaks under the gendarme, uh, attaches a wire underneath it, and basically is just intercepting communications at this point. He hot wires a, it to their communications. Yeah, yeah just systems. hot wires a hard line from their ship to his ship. Uh, and then Bruno and Jacob hear uh, them talking about, like, hey, these Wadhams are definitely going to attack those guys in, like, a minute, so that's going to rule. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Michael tells Yanni to start the plan to destroy the docking arms uh, because, you know, they're, they're being locked in place. They're pretty sure, you know, hey, it's the enemy locking us in place. They're going to try and kill us, etc. Uh, Fran figures out it's Keel and uh, not Diana, uh, tells her to keep up the good work. Uh, and Lily picks up on this basically like right away. It's yeah, like Fran's just like, yeah, I'm a, <clears throat> I'm a journalist. Like I'm a full time truth finder and <laughs> documenter. Like, I have a higher IQ yeah, than no, the rest of the I, militia combined. <laughs> honestly, yes. Fran is probably the smartest person in the room in every scene she's in. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, and uh, basically says like, "Hey, keep up the good work. Like you're, I know it's bullshit, but you're really good at it. So nice, <laughs> good, good shit." Uh, the Wadams uh, finally show up. Uh, Harry tells them the Wildrum is going to the moon, don't destroy it, uh, et cetera, et cetera. And they go, you know, like, oh, we didn't get that order, which, of course, you know, and they, they ignore him. Lines of uh, communication in this in this show? Yeah, they need no, some better, never. like, authentication protocols and, like, how they figure out who is actually in charge of command and stuff. Cause... Yeah, there's a lot of double-crossing going on. Mm. It reminds me of some of um, uh, Legend of the Galactic Heroes in that some of the problems are very much just communications related mm-hmm. and like delays in communications and things like that it which seems like a thing that happens a lot in actual military in the real life as they call it <laughs> like it's uh, a pretty common occurrence 
Yeah. Uh, so Keel asks Gwyn for the radio, uh, and then on the Gnarm, Diana also asks for the radio. Again, both of them now are about to be Queen Diana at the same time in a same. very good comedy of error moment. Yeah, like, same radio broadcast. Same radio yeah, exactly. broadcast. <laughs> like Diana literally is getting ready to speak and tell everyone, "Don't shoot in the fucking Zach Traeger." <laughs> and then right beforehand, she hears her own voice say, "Don't shoot in the Zach Traeger." So it's like uh, Diana's just like, "Wow, oh, I can't believe it!" And um, then you know, Diana and me Midgard at the same time are shocked by this. Uh, Keel, you know, says, Hey, I'm leading the Earth Peace delegation. Uh, don't destroy the Zack Traeger. Don't shoot in the Zack Traeger. <laughs> <laughs> Do I got to tell uh, the sign? Yeah, <laughs> Meme sign. tells Diana <laughs> to set it up. <laughs> uh, and yeah, she breaks in saying they're leaving. Uh, if the militia attacks, then they should be destroyed. Otherwise, they leave them alone. So, again, Queen Diana, Queen Diana, and Diana Soriel uh, Keyhole, now on both sides, have <laughs> given their instructions. And Diana, Diana, and me. Yeah. It, <laughs> I feel bad for the bottom li- pilots up there. It's like listening to two of these exact same people give the order. And they're like, uh, sure, wh- whatever. I'm just not dealing with this anymore. <laughs> you know what? If two of them did it and there's only one fake, that means one of them's real good enough. I'm out. <laughs> like, that's <laughs> basically like what they end up going for. Uh, it was, uh, yeah, it, it, it was quite good. Uh, then everyone, you know, basically breaks up. Uh, the Gundarm takes off, and uh, Diana and Keel have this thing where they, in synchronicity, and again, because this show really likes making sure you get the point that they're interchangeable at this point. They really <laughs> want to make, make that clear. Yeah. Uh, they have a dual shot of both of them. At the same time, saying the same thing that's basically just like, oh, I want to see you again. <laughs> it would be cool, I think, to meet up. Uh, Harry is very upset that Diana uh, got away again. Uh, they, you know, they still have her. Uh, and later, uh, Keel salutes the Zack Traeger forces. Uh, yeah. Says, Good job. And Good job not shooting off. us. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for not shooting in the Zack Traeger. <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah, both ships are on their way to the moon now. Hooray. And that's we the last time the you Zach have to Traeger. hear the word Zack Traeger. <laughs> Unharmed. And so episode 36, title of this one is The Militia's Decisive Space Battle. So like all that real tense geopolitics and all that stuff, don't worry about it. I mean, to be real, this episode should be called The Militia's Are Fucking Idiots. <laughs> <laughs> oh, a lot of episodes could be titled that. <laughs> True. So we start with a shot of the Wilgum. Uh, Fran is spacewalking, testing a new camera that apparently the space people t- gave her. Uh, she's taking the. She says that she's taking the photos for collectors in history because I think like uh, Mishi asks her like, "What are there any newspapers on the moon?" And she's like, "I mean, hey, they're still collectors." Yeah, so I guess newspapers yeah. are also a dying art on the moon. Yeah, she was trying to like war documentary, and she thinks people would buy that on the moon, which are sure. Fair enough. Got to make your money somehow. Uh, Sochi asks Fran if she believes the rumors that it's Kiel on the Wilgum acting like Deanna. Uh, Fran brings up they both like practical experience. Yeah, this she kind of like deflects the whole conversation, which is weird because I don't understand why she would lie to her sister about that. But Yeah, yeah it's also like either this episode or the next one, Sochi very much knows. Like yeah. they, they have a very personal conversa- conversation about it. 
But uh, back inside the hangar, Sochi asks Lauren uh, when they're going to get rid of that nuke, you know, that, that thing Lauren went to space to get rid of. <laughs> we, still, we still have that, huh? <laughs> oh, yeah. He's like, hey, not remember now. That time our ship was, yeah, remember that time our ship was way too heavy and we almost didn't make it? Wow. <laughs> That's weird. Just no reason. Just thinking about it and how heavy a fucking nuke is. <laughs> yeah, like, and, and Lauren's like, the ship. <laughs> Lauren's like, we gotta God. actually get rid of these. We gotta blow them up. Like, if we just <laughs> throw them out, they'll just go back down to Earth. Like, cause more trouble. We gotta mm. detonate this shit. Uh, we gotta be further from Earth to do that. Kiel floats into the hangar, uh, very kind of awkwardly moving in the zero G. Now that we're out of the Zack Traeger, and she kind of pushes Sochi and Lauren into each other, so they smack into each other. Um, and suddenly they're like, wait, shit, let's play tag. They call it wolf and sheep, but, uh, they have a fun little scene of, like, bouncing off the walls, and they clearly start getting it. I mean, to be fair, if I was in ZOG, I would also have a yeah. blast, Oh, that was so. my exact oh, reaction of, yeah. like, yeah, yeah, I would do that. Yeah, like, it was, a, it was a moment of just, like, oh, wow, weird that they've just turned around and been so childlike out of nowhere, and then mm-hmm. I was like, I mean, I also Dude, would I'm absolutely. a 34-year-old man, Same I would totally play tag in space, so yeah. Yeah, 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 absolutely. If you put me in a zero-G environment, the first thing I'm doing is tackling an ass. <laughs> Someone's eating a tackle. Yep. And that's kind of the start of the whole figuring out this zero-G shit scene, because we cut to the Wilgum. Uh, in a hallway where a moon tech is comfortably riding one of the linear rails, which if you haven't seen a Gundam, uh, the spaceships have rails on the hallways to like that just pull you along. Yeah, they're moving handholds, so you don't have to float through the hallway, you just hold on to the thing. Yeah, Gundam staple, I always really liked them. Yeah. Um, And he goes by Michael, Yanni, and the militia, who are just eating absolute shit in Zero-G. Yeah, they're just tumbling down the hallway, just smacking in the face. It's like a single ball of people just rolling along. (laughs) Yeah, they they are all quickly coming to the realization of, if you have nothing to grab onto in Zero-G, it is very hard to stop moving. (laughs) (laughs) And Yanni at this point is like, fuck this, turn this ship around, so help me. Uh, but Michael's like, nah, that's not possible at this point. Um, they also wonder if the moon's going to be like this because they're getting pretty sick of it already. Uh, Laterum shows up with plugs in his nose, said that Harry helps him, told him it helps. Harry is basically being like the herbal remedies guy here. Like, <laughs> yeah. oh yeah, on the moon we uh, put fucking plugs in our nose and it works great for traditional moon sickness. medicine. <laughs> how, how much of this do you think is real and how much of it is, is just Harry fucking with them? <laughs> Yeah, like, I, I was kind of wondering that. I do that. like the hair tie back thing. I do like to help with the headaches because mm-hmm. that's just like Taking you're pressure. not used to there being no pressure. Yeah, yeah. like you have no pressure on your skull, which it turns out really bizarre. And your brain's not ready not for, that. Made for that. Your ears yeah, that's, not ready for that. We have had tons of time to evolve to Earth, but we have nuns of time for evolving in vacuum. So yep. we're very bad at it. Yeah. Yeah, there's been so tons of like NASA research about this, like dealing with the the ability of like your inner ear not working, your stomach thinking, your stomach and bladder thinking that they're always like full and that you have to go to the bathroom, your noses and sinuses all getting fucked up. Like there's a lot Turns of Turns out a lot of our stuff depends on like a constant Gravity. pulling force. Yeah. On us. Weird. Uh, we go over to Sochi and Kiel in their room. They're uh, undressing now to take a shower because this is the first time that they've played like that in God knows how long. Uh, also, they probably haven't showered in months. Probably also true, yes. <laughs> Sochi tells Kiel that she should probably cut her hair because it is like waving all over the place here. 
Uh, to which she responds that she'll use some of Diana's special hair gel. And she mocks Sochi in the Diana voice because Sochi's like, would she really give you that? And th there is this weird thing. It's like, no, really, I'm friends with the Space Queen. But <laughs> Sochi's a bit not totally sure about that. Also, I I love how much they play up Kiel's hair drills being a problem in yes, space. It's, it's very, so it's very voluminous. She uh, it, has a great it, fucking hairstylist. Like, there's so many times where she just, like, takes off a helmet or yep. accidentally flips Oof. over and her hair just takes up half the room. Yep. It's amazing. There's so a great scene really in one of the later episodes of Diana doing space it. space hair. Yeah. <laughs> um, outside of that room, Lauren is basically guarding the door, playing with the uh, manual for the, uh, for the white doll. Um, Yanni walks in and is like, Lauren, what are you doing on the ceiling? And Lauren's just like, no, nah, you're, you're on the ceiling, dude. And they kind of just wander out beyond there. <laughs> um, yeah, so, yeah, then we get to them taking the shower and like Sochi's kind of like cracking up because the floor is like tickling her feet. Yeah, which, it's a suction uh, thing because that makes sense in zero G that you have to pull the water out because you can't just rely on gravity to bring it away. Yeah, gravity just doesn't do it. So there's like, yeah, there's like a suction force on the bottom. Mm -hmm. um, and then Sochi again says, you know, hey, cut cut your hair. <laughs> yeah. But uh, Kiel says that, she, that Sochi still needs to complete the coming of age ceremony because uh, Lauren told her that they never did the holy markings. And, you know, it's pretty important. Uh, meanwhile, in the hall, it cuts back to the hallway <laughs> With Lauren on the iPad and water kind of like shoots through the gap in the door and he's just like, wait, fuck. Jumps yeah, into the room, jumps into the shower and realizes that the shower floor was clogged with uh, some of Kiel's hair, which basically meant that there was a ton of aerosolized water there making it pretty much impossible to breathe. So they were both choking to death. Yeah, they were choking to death in hyperhuman chamber. Yeah. yeah, they were drowning, yeah. <laughs> um, he clears it out and then, like, looks up, looks at Kiel's butt and is like, ah, and runs away. But they're like, nah, dude, we were literally drowning, so thanks. You got, uh, they, they call back to the first time when Lauren was drowning in the river and we're like, well, you saved us from the water this time. <laughs> and, I did, and it's funny. It's funny too because hair. Lauren's like, "Yeah, okay." So first of all, he does pocket the hair, which is weird. <laughs> that, is, that is odd. The thing that's pretty funny though about this is I do love how uh, it's like Keel and uh, Keel and Sochi like kind of take turns just popping their head out, being like, "Yeah, it, no, it's cool. Thanks, it by the really way." Really, is cool. <laughs> it's I like, was dying. It's also because they're yeah. both into him and they don't really care. If, yeah. Also true. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. So we cut back into the hangar, uh, and Yanni is drunk, which, <laughs> oh boy. He's so complaining time, about how much space sucks. I think it was during G-Gundam, you asked, have anybody ever been drunk in a Gundam? Well, this is the scene. <laughs> there you go. Folks. <laughs> Question Folks, answered. It's here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the militia opens up a barrel of sake, and it all, like, if you ever watch those videos of astronauts drinking stuff in space, it's just basically floating around everywhere. All this alcohol, and he's suddenly like, oh, shit. It's Homer eating idea. the chips in Zero G. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Basically, <laughs> he opens his mouth, and a shot flies into it, and he's just like, hell yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> space rules, actually. Yeah. <laughs> God, I want to do shots in space. It'd be fucking awesome. Do shots in space <laughs> while playing football? Hell yeah. You would <laughs> also get funny. drunk way faster as they're about to come to. Yeah. Yeah. So Yanni puts his spaceship, puts his spacesuit on, 
tells the militia how he used to ride a barrel down a river toward Gnosis, and he says he's going to ride a barrel and coast all along that dang gravity thing till I'll go whoosh and smoosh into that earth. He gets into the barrel, the militia seals the top, and throws him out the airlock. And he immediately is like, this is the best idea ever as a hot dog floats by him. <laughs> and then immediately starts to asphyxiate. He, so did, uh, he didn't close his, his helmet. helmet. Yep. Yeah. He did not close his helmet. <laughs> this is like seriously like two seconds between this is the best idea to, oh god, my face is oh. freezing. Oh shit. It's, it's that image. I'm a genius. <laughs> oh no. Oh, no. <laughs> Except it, it, la- that time at least it was someone in military doing Gundam stuff this is literally a dipshit in a barrel honestly i have to i have to be real with you the people of uh so that uh, i'm a genius oh no is from requiescent g which is a different gundam series uh the yep. people in that series may be dumber than the militia <laughs> like i it's hard oh it's a toss-up between it <laughs> they're really stupid just, in that I, series again it's just so beautiful that it's this idiot in a spacesuit with the helmet still open <sighs> And they like they seal him in understand. this wooden barrel as though it's going to do anything. Yep. <laughs> so Johnny rushes in, tells Lauren that the militia are drunk as shit and doing dumb bullshit. They literally sealed the guy in a barrel and <laughs> threw him into space. What? Johnny is in free fall right now. He rushes out of the Wilgum and the White Doll, captures Yanni in a shipping container, which is great. Just like a little fish, slide him up. Says these Terrans are way too much to handle because, yeah, you did kind of send the least qualified people up to space here. Yeah, it's funny because Lauren is like completely like flabbergasted and annoyed with these idiots. How could you do this? (laughs) Yeah. Back on the bridge, Lily asks if the militia are brave uh, or says that they're brave if maybe a little stupid. uh, (laughs) And bumps into Bruno who's like, I'm... Trying to fly a spaceship here. God yeah, damn she it, like, lady. She like fucking daisy hip checks him in the, in the head with her ass. It's really she gives weird. him the hip drop. Yeah. Um, and in the back in the sick bay, Yanni's face has like potential frostbite on it. So they're treating him for that. Uh, Sochi yeah, says he, that. He, he yells about it being so cold mm-hmm. when he's in the barrel, by Which the way. Which weird. Being in the vacuum of space, except being for. Being in the vacuum in space with no protection. A, a yeah. fucking barrel. Well, a barrel, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> whatever protection a barrel provides in space. Mm-hmm. Um, Sochi's like, you got so good at, di- at our... Di- uh, Kiel's taking care of him. Sochi's like, you've gotten so good at hospital stuff after that time you spent at the hospital. And Kiel's like, what? But sort of recovers, but then Sochi is like, oh, wait, that was Diana. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. Uh, but she leaves. At this point, Kiel's about to leave too, but Michael, who's gone back to Yanni, is like, hey, can we see you for a moment? Uh, We hard cut to Gwyn and Lily telling Michael, open the door, it's fine, but he's taken over the bridge and taken Jacob, Bruno, and most importantly, Kiel hostage to basically be like, turn this fucking ship around, I don't like this anymore. Yeah, it's uh, funny that, like, I guess that was the final, like, having seen Sochi realize that, like, his sister wasn't on Earth, but this was his sister. Like, that was, like, the confirmation he needed to know that this was Kihil. Mm-hmm. But, like, he knows this and still takes her <coughs> hostage, which makes the next scene kind of suspect. Because it's, like, weird. three layers of trying to, like, I don't know, fake out each other. There's but, a lot going on, and at least yeah. a few parties are drunk here. That's true. <laughs> 
So and Jacob's that's the best basically part like is, yeah, a hostage situation with multiple like duplicates <laughs> and half the party's drunk. Yes. <laughs> so Jacob's like, look, dude, we literally can't just turn around in in space, but Michael's not accepting that. Haven't you seen Apollo thirteen? <laughs> I haven't actually. Oh no. <laughs> I have, but Michael probably hasn't. <laughs> oh, okay. So Gwyn asks uh, why they're using Keel as hostage, and Michael's like, nope, this is totally Diana. Why would you bring a temporary secretary into space? (laughs) (laughs) So, hey, everybody. You just got to splice it in right here. Just splice in some music. I can't, because that's that's the Beatles, and they will fuck me in the ass. So I'm not going to do that. But what I will do is I will tell the viewers to please go look up the song Temporary Secretary <laughs> by, by Paul, Paul McCartney. fucking McCartney. Somehow by Paul McCartney. I want you to make sure you keep that in mind the whole time that Paul McCartney of the Beatles made this song. Temporary. It was stuck in... No, you don't. It was stuck in Do my not head this for podcast over a fans. week and a don't half. Don't you do it. Don't you do that. I finally managed to inflict it on enough other people that it went away. <laughs> and then this show has the goddamn audacity to put the words at the bottom of the screen, temporary secretary, in that order next to each other. I almost shit. I was so mad. Like, it, it was amazing. I was like, I have very rarely gotten legitimately angry about something that like, wasn't on purpose no. at all. But I was like, like literally, I was like, God damn it. I had just stopped thinking about temporary secretary and you bring it back upon my home. Like, well, God. that's my sidebar about the fact that this show said temporary secretary. I'm sorry. <laughs> God damn it. So we cut back to the hallway where like Gwen and all of the main non-militia characters uh, are asking, like everyone's asking Gwen, hey, are are we going to turn around? And he's like, no, I, I really need to talk to, we can't not go to the moon. God damn it. That's my one move. It's also uh, a physical impossibility due to physics, but you know. You know, know look, <laughs> Gwen's ambitions outweigh the laws of physics. Um, so she's like, well, could you, there's windows. Could you just break it, bust into those Batman style? And friends like, no space is a vacuum. Sorry. Uh, Harry shows up. is like, yo, you got a hostage situation going on here. And he tells them, uh, when, when he learns they locked themselves in the bridge, he's like, well then just cleanse the air, which I feel this is a bad translation. It's a weird phrase that they use five or six times and yeah. never actually Purge oxygen. Yeah, purge the air is probably pull the oxygen out. Would be better. Yeah, (laughs) basically, yeah, just vent it. Vent it is what they're saying. Just vent that shit. Make it so they suffocate. (laughs) Uh, Back in the bridge, Keel's trying to reason with Michael, saying that if she's Diana, she can help them on the moon, and if she's not, this this is kind of a dumb plan. Uh, But she's interrupted by a large hissing noise of the of all the air draining out. Uh, in the hallway, they wonder if Michael's going to call Gwen's bluff here and shoot Diana slash Kehill. Uh, but he caves and there's a great scene of like, wait, no, the door's unlocking. It opens up and as a single mass of humans, much like the rotten in Dark Souls 2, <laughs> all of the militia just roll out and float down the hallway past everyone else. It's funny too because they're like rushing for some of air. morons. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're all panicking because they think they're about to suffocate to death. And uh, it, all the people, like the moon techs on the bridge are just like fine with it because they know it would take much longer than that. 
but yep. it's a silly scene. <laughs> it's great. Uh, the militia run to the hangar because no one was actually able to stop that pile of human limbs. They all they steal the couple and the Borgenon. Uh, Lauren tells them they're way too far from the Earth. Like, you can't go back now, seriously. And Michael says the dumbest, most wonderful shit. I can still see Earth. It's right there. It's so big. It's totally fine. And Lauren is just like, no! <laughs> Lauren's no. like, you don't understand. Earth big. Earth big. You far. Earth big. Earth very big. You far, but Earth bigger. I, I love like, it so Michael's much. like, I can see the mountain from town, and I can go there. <laughs> so I can see the Earth. That means I can go there. Them's the same. It's so it's good. really and funny. Yeah, Lauren is like, he doesn't really get frustrated or angry at all in the series, but like here he's just losing it. What can I, te- what can I possibly tell these people is basically yeah. what yeah. he's thinking. He is dealing with people who have gotten some wild conspiracy theories stuck in their <laughs> head and they refuse any information to the contrary. <laughs> and, and in this case, all of the information is required for them to not fucking die. Yep. <laughs> and they just refuse it with everything. Every fiber of their being. <laughs> so instead of blowing up the uh, Zaku's and stuff, they let the militia leave. Uh, Fran notes the suits are overloaded and they were already hyperventilating, so they probably don't have much oxygen in the in that ship. Uh, yeah, like they were already angry as hell and breathing super fast. And there's eight of them in each ship. <laughs> like, yeah. oh, God damn it. Like, to clarify, these Gundams are designed to have one, one peoples person. in them. And they have eight peoples in them, which is eight times as many. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of oxygen. Uh, so they ask Harry what to do. And he's just like, they're going to fucking suffocate in space. I don't care. Uh, Ames and Johnny are mad because they stole their fucking robots. <laughs> Yeah, they're just concerned about the robots, not the well-being of their comrades, but, you know. Basically. Uh, but Harry's just like, yeah, but we have to show the militia that mutiny's useless. Uh, or, yeah, I think he's like, and Harry's like, yeah, but why don't, you know, mutiny is a capital offense down there, right? Uh, so we might as well just wait for them to die. But Lauren's like, no, they're just idiots. They're just drunk. Come on. So Lauren leaves in the white doll. Uh, Yanni's in the Borgenon, realizes that the white doll is following them. Lauren's like, look, everybody has to come back or you're all going to fucking die. And they're like, nope, we're going back to Earth, dude. Start shooting at him. Uh, he said, like, no, I'm seriously taking you back to the ship. They start getting into a fight and Gwyn thinks he's taking it easy since they don't want to hurt him. He's, he's just such a nice, kind boy. So she's like, mm, it's the nuke, but she doesn't tell anybody that. Do not yeah. tell Gwen about the nuke. <laughs> Do not let Gwen no. know about the nuke. Don't mention the nuke <laughs> is the game today. <laughs> <laughs> so they attack Lauren, uh, who goes to defend himself. He, he basically like holds his hands up because he knows he can't really do much else. But Harry catches the couple's hand to stop it. Uh, Harry's like, uh, but they basically stop attacking him right around the time that that happens. And, ha- and he's really confused. Harry's like, dude, they ran out of air. Let's just get them in there. Yeah. I guess yeah, Harry was all... sitting there doing the math of like, you know, if it's this much cubic meters of air and there's this many people, how long is it going to take until they just fall over unconscious? And so he just, there you go, ran. kids, math class. Yeah. I will Very say useful. about this fight is there's some really great cuttings mm. of all of the all of the militia, like the ten of them. They, they do the faces. shows the same cuttings of like people's face in the cockpit as the robot goes in, except now it's ten dudes in a shuttle, but yelling like, "Get him, dude!" 
yeah, it's pretty at good. Yanni. It's really good. I'm kind of surprised that both like Yanni and Michael are able to pilot these things because, like, according to the show, they have no formal training at all yeah. in any of this. But they're, I guess they're once you get yourself out of the airlock and just kind of push yourself towards Earth, that's good enough. Exactly. That's well, all they got to do. It's like how when you get drunk, you're better at pool. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Yeah. I will swear that till the day I die. So maybe it, when for you're me, drunk, starts, but you're yeah. better at uh, piloting a mobile suit. <laughs> Uh, so we cut to everyone having gotten back in the bridge, and Gwen's like, we're not going to do a capital punishment. We we kind of actually need the warm bodies here. Um, Lily is like, so hey, that lady on our ship, is that Diana or Keel? And Gwen's like, you know, I just don't know. Uh, we get a final shot. And to some extent, I don't give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> that is kind of the other implication. Uh, yeah, she, I think it's more she that. is whoever I need her to yeah. be. Yep. Exactly. That's, I think point. it's more yeah. of his feelings on the subject. Yep. Uh, so we cut to a shot of Fran getting a big, happy family picture of everyone in the hangar. You know, look, you guys just got a little drunk and you did a mutiny. It's fine. No hard feelings. <laughs> Let's get a group picture. Just a uh, little, some light treason. <laughs> I just love how much they all are like, oh my god, we really, these are the best we got, huh? We, we actually oh, need them alive. Sorry. Oh my god. Yeah, it's like, oh, we couldn't get anyone who's not this stupid. No. Okay. Well, let's make this work. Um. So afterwards, Michael, like everyone disperses, but Michael's still sitting down there and Yanni asks if he's okay. Uh, it turns out he's holding a picture of his wife and kids and gets really emotional, like, I'm going to see you again, I swear. So it's kind of like he kind of let his emotions get to him in this yeah, episode. Yeah, he kind of realized that's... where he was and he had no choice to go through with it. I feel that this like plot point could have been played better had they shown him <laughs> mm-hmm. earlier looking at looking the Looking at the picture, yeah. The, yeah. The, way it, the way it played out to me felt like a very cheap attempt to make it feel like Humanized. This man isn't just the giant, like the the, the biggest dumbass alive, <laughs> yeah. the, the, the most giant moron. fool on the ship. Yeah, like they're trying to be like, oh, it was uh because he loves his wife. <laughs> it's like, all right, I guess. Wife card. Again, like if they showed him earlier getting like concerned about it, and like the grad, like I could I could see like a person who's never you know even heard of what a fucking you know orbit around Earth is going mm-hmm. to space and just freaking out about. It. That's like yeah. I get that, but like they should have portrayed it a little better. But, but yeah, it, they yeah. definitely had to move through it quick. But it's still a pretty fun episode. Yeah, Speaking I mean I like the stuff. first half a lot because it's well, just idiots in space. <laughs> yep. Honestly, I give him fifty fifty odds of surviving the series <laughs> of actually seeing his <laughs> wife and child. Uh, so episode 37, we get a recap of the uh, Militia's Little Rebellion and uh, Lawrence still keeping those nukes uh, secret from everyone who needs to not know about those nukes. He's playing his cards close to his chest. Yep. And the hide nuke. the nukes. And keeping the nukes there, yeah. <laughs> the title is Gateway to the Moon. Uh, we go to the Get Arm where, uh, of course, Meme and Diana are and we see Cancer and Miron doing some maintenance on the outside of the ship. And uh, Cancer is listening to the radio and she must, like, have just gotten on the right frequency. Yeah, she just happened to pick a channel that two people were using for their ham radio. And she overhears a very important conversation between Meme and a new character we haven't seen before. Uh, We cut to them inside, the new character's on the monitor. He's a a big, muscly man, long, curly blue hair. He has a goddamn katana um, and lots of scars in his arm. And this is Jim. Yes, the Jim who has been mentioned a few times yeah, is like Jim the owner of the Gendarm. Yeah. 
Jim Jingham. And Jim spelled like, you know, the Jim. place where you work out Jime. as opposed to Jimothy. <laughs> It's, it's Gaim. Gaimothy. I, I can't call him anything but Jim. <laughs> That's Jim. He's a Jim. Jim. He's Jim. a Jim. And so Cancer overhears Jim saying that there are people on the way to get arm, and Mim asks him if he intends to kill Diana. And yeah, Jim says, "Yeah, it's on the we, table. Yeah, we, we we might kill her. We have no loyalty to her. We might just go ahead and kill her." Well, let's just say we're not committed to the idea of not killing her. <laughs> I would not be opposed options. to killing her. <laughs> so he goes on about how his family is this big generations of soldiers. And he keeps talking about Meme being like lowborn. Yes. We learn in this episode that the moon is not only moon racist, they're also moon classist. Yeah. And uh, yeah, Jim is a big, the whole Gangram family or whatever is it, it's like a big like highborn family. The Gengar family. Gengar, yeah. <laughs> he kind of has the Gengar face. Like he has like the yeah. slanted eyes. and I could see it. Yeah. So anyway, he, he basically orders Meme to meet up with his envoy and hand over Queen Diana. And then he's going to act as a decoy for the Will game. And Meme is not very happy about that. But Meme is like, I like being alive, actually, but I can't really do much about that. Yeah, he can't say no. This guy is clearly, like, um, he's he's clearly way higher up than Meme, so Meme has to listen to him. Yep. Cancer, of course, is uh, very loyal to the Queen, panics over uh, hearing this and rushes to tell uh, Muron. Uh, we cut to them. We cut to Diana in her room. Her guard just goes flying past the door. <laughs> it's really, it's very it's funny. a really good shot. <laughs> She's been kicked out, and they bust into her room. Uh, she asks what's going on, and Muran's like, "We've got no time to explain, but you're in danger. Come with us." I really like this. That the people that basically all the other moon people are like, "You're basically savages. You're fucking crazy." One of them busts into her room with a gun, and Diana is just like, "Hey." What's going on? You all right? <laughs> like, I, I really like that about Diana's character. I'm also just, as an aside, uh, you said it with the guy getting kicked past the door. I'm going to move MMA in zero gravity. <laughs> Moon Think MMA. about, like, the octagon, but instead of an octagon, it's like a dodecahedron. Moon martial arts. Say, yeah, mm-hmm. it would need to be, like, those things that are on, like, a kid's playground. Mm-hmm. Like, those weird crawl yeah. cages. Yeah. Yeah. The inside of, like, like, a 20-sided dice, and it's like, you, you have to... <laughs> Oh, that'd be so it, awesome. This sounds like a one-way trip to fucking injury town. Because here's the thing. Like, <laughs> MMA is so largely about getting your opponent on the ground and then controlling them, right? Everything's um, the ground. What if at any point your opponent could just, like, bump up? Yeah, like, <laughs> and then a, you're in the air. As and a jiu-jitsu then, like, perfectioner myself, like, I'm thinking about, like, all these, like, chokeholds and, like, arm locks and stuff <laughs> you could do in zero. Oh, that'd be fucking awesome. Why hasn't We're someone made this movie? <laughs> Just making all this G Gundam. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, sorry. Fuck. <laughs> Kubo's flight of fancy regarding <laughs> space MMA. Wouldn't that not be the dopest shit? Like you could kick yeah. off the cages and do like sick. flying would, punches and kicks, sick. and then like arm. <laughs> yeah. You could do like weird ass counters. You throw people into the wall, wrestling style. That'll be great. <laughs> be awesome. Okay, so continue. Back in turn A, <laughs> uh, we go back to the Will game, and uh, Lily is asking Gwen if they can trust Harry. Like, was Diana really kidnapped? Because that's why Harry says he's with them. And uh, 
Gwyn says that Harry's loyal to Diana. He's not going to do anything against her. Lily's like, I'll go spy for you again. Quinn's like, all right. Yeah, sure, lady. Gwen just puts up a little <coughs> lot of shit, Lily says. Lily- I mean, she is the daughter of, like, the other probable re- ruler of Ameria at this point. She says a lot of stupid shit, though. <laughs> oh, certainly. <laughs> and he just kind of goes, ah, oh, whatever, Lily. Do, do what you want, Lily. Um, so yeah, we're back on the, again, arm. Muron is, uh, departing in his flat. Mimi's like, oh, has he gone crazy? Are they running away? Because well, that red squad just, uh, finally snapped. Mimi does not mind. care about these guys at all. No, he's he doesn't give a fuck. Here. He's like, oh, they're stupid earth people. Fuck. They, they've gone mad and are running away. Fuck it. Um, so Cancer also steals, like, she, she uh, yeah, goes down the hall and steals the shuttle. Um, so, yeah, yeah, I mean, it was like, they must be frightened, uh, they're running away, they, they get away in the shuttle and the, uh, uh, and the flat, and the guy asks, should we chase them? And Meme's like, eh. eh. It's not worth it. Eh, fuck it, no, they're just, they're just idiots. And then he gets told that it's about time for him to hand over Diana, so he's like, ah, I have to go and check on her. Time to take a huge sip of tea and go check on the queen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, over on the Logan again, um, Fran, Lauren, uh, Soshi, and Mishi are talking about how to get rid of the nuke. So clearly, Lauren and Soshi have have let these two in on it. Yeah. Um, which yeah, they're they're both fine. They're not. You gotta tell someone about having a literal nuke on your person. They're not they're gonna go all... squeal to anyone they know. No, they're not gonna tell Gwyn, and they're not gonna ask them to use it in the militia. So <laughs> they like, they fine. understand how how bad of an idea telling Gwyn about this is, which yep. is like the main thing that matters yep. is like everyone knows using nukes is bad. Not everybody is still on board with maybe Gwyn's a dumbass. <laughs> maybe, maybe Gwyn's a fucking buffoon. But he'd still do it. So they're they're looking at a space map and they find like a good area that's not got anything in it where they could go and basically detonate these nukes. But they they don't want to give away that they have nukes, so they need to figure out. They're trying to figure out an excuse to get the well, white doll outside. Just gonna take the white doll for a piss break. It needs to go for walkies. <laughs> uh, so she then says to Fran that this trip to the moon is like returning home, and Fran's like, "Oh, you've noticed I'm a moon person." So she's like, "Yeah, it's duh. It's been obvious for a bit." <laughs> you were the person who told people not to walk outside first, so we know. Yeah, <laughs> so that's like, true. You were the first person to be like, "Don't shoot in the Zach Trag." <laughs> So, yeah, you, you weren't hiding that very well. Um, she asked Fran, like, what are you going to do? And Fran says she she wants to write a book. Um, and they're all like, oh, that'll be awesome. We'll read that if we live. If any of us are alive. Yeah, it's this. a funny thing, too, because, like, Sochi's, like, the, the surprisingly the person that's, like, most cool about mm-hmm. that. She's like, yeah, we'd love to read that book. Cool. Uh, we're also, we're going to survive, right? Like, that's the thing. I, we, we're going to the Earth, right? Well, we'll get back there someday, right? Probably. Maybe. <laughs> uh, Bruno then, then gets on the, the telephone and goes, Hey, hey, we have a message from Diana. The the other Diana. And they're like, Diana oh, shit. Too. Yeah, Diana too. <laughs> Diana Prime. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so they go uh, up to the bridge using the, the railings and the, the ships. And uh, we cut to the shuttle that Cancer stole. Uh, where Diana clearly is now, so yeah, she's on that shuttle with cancer, and uh, yeah, she she's like her hair 
The notes call this a Maybelline promo, which Sorry. maybe maybe it is Maybelline. She took she takes her helmet off and like her like drill hair just like comes out and just floats and like when I say voluminous, so that's an understatement. Like it's everywhere. Yeah, it is literally like the hair drills she has that are like the size of her body, but it's like five of them spread out behind her. Like it's almost like an Asura type thing. I love it. It's they ridiculous. had so much fun drawing this. God, I wonder what sort of like moon nano machines are responsible for that perm because like it's been <laughs> solid for the last three months. Mm-hmm. Well, she has like super hair gel. It's true. It's true. Yeah, <laughs> it was hinted at. God, how much hair I... gel would go in that hair? Oh, way too much. That's like an entire, like, one of those circular container. I don't even know what those are. She those... is the queen. Yeah. She has an infinite supply of it. <laughs> That's why they kicked her off the moon. She's running up the moon's tax base <laughs> by the <laughs> <laughs> <Air gel. laughs> So anyway. she uh, thanks Cancer for saving her from uh, Mimi and Agrippa uh, and Jim. And so they're like, well, what do we do now? And she's like, okay, let's go to this uh, agricultural satellite. It's called Mistletoe. Uh, and she's like, hey, you should transmit a message to the Will game. That, you play this uh, rare record you for them. play this record for them. And they'll figure out what's going on. Uh, so we're on the Will game. They're listening to it. Uh, they're like, Harry's like, ah, oh, I should be able to decode this. This, this is a message here. We're going to decode it. Drink your oval teen. <laughs> And, like, they decode it to, like, coordinates, and it's a satellite, and Harry's like, ah, that's mistletoe, that's an abandoned uh, satellite, no one's there, like, no one's looking for it. The queen must be over there. The the queen's there, it's a perfect place to hide out for a little bit. Um, Lauren also realizes, hey, it's right on the edge of that area where we were planning to dispose of the nuke, that's pretty good. Dump that right off and no one would notice. Exactly. Two birds, one stone situation. Yeah. Got a great excuse. Um, so yeah, we get a shot of the uh, shuttle going to Mistletoe. Uh, and then Cancer Mirren and Side are doing... They're, they're doing the chanting. I love this scene. This entire scene also... makes no sense. It doesn't need to be here, but I love that it is because it shows how like crazy yes. these two guys are. They're also like forward like, rolling. Yeah, they're, one, they're grabbing onto each other's ankles and are... Flipping forward. Yeah, they're just spinning. Rolling, rolling over. They're spinning. spinning as fast as possible. And, and the fucking Diana's just there claps. clapping. Yeah. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Get them! <laughs> you gotta make your own entertainment yeah. in space. And, uh, Show what's done, Ricky! Yeah, Ricky! <laughs> like, that's basically what it is. <laughs> and then, uh, they stop, and they arrive at Mistletoe. <laughs> And they go inside. That scene is done now. I love it. Yeah, it's funny because like they're not even piloting this ship. Like I guess nope. it's on no. autopilot, so they're like, Auto-pilot's we got 15 minutes. Got Let's do the spin thing. The queen will love the spin thing. Check this out, Diana. <laughs> so they get in. Uh, they shut the first door. They open the next door, look, and they go in, and it's a forest. There, there are plants everywhere in here. And uh, when they get inside, Diana's like, "Thank you for bringing me here. You should take the shuttle and go back to her. go back to Earth." Live there, uh, become earthly. Like, have, have your, so many babies. Yes, have babies, become, like, go join the Terrans, like, become one with them. And uh, they are not very happy with that. 
They're like, no, we're loyal to you. We want to stay our, with you. Our don't. entire identity is tied up in you, you know. Don't be cruel. Don't send us away. <laughs> and she's like, no, the moon is dangerous. You, you should go and live live on Earth in peace. Yeah, it's like her trying to be, you know, very appreciative of what they've done and trying to give them their best life. But they are so blinded by their loyalty to her that they want to do whatever they think is best for her. So kind of at a so stalemate then, there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They then go to uh, an area of space with a bunch of new moon spaceships. Uh, we go inside, and this is Jim's fleet. So he's huge. It he's should be mentioned. Huge. Yeah, Jim is like 6'5 and like 250. All muscle. Yep. He's huge. He's absolutely massive. He's talking to Meme, who has gone to find Diana and uh, realized she's escaped. She's gone, huh? It should be noted the entire time he's talking to Meme on uh, this phone conversation thing, he's playing with a katana. He just the has one. The establishing shot is his face holding the katana in front of him with meme reflected in it, and it's so good. So yeah, the entire time, like, like Jim is laughing and taunting meme, you know, you low-born idiot. And uh, he intercepted their transmission uh, to the Will game, the music. He knows that music code is the thing the Salel family did. And Oops. he's cracked it and knows he's hiding out on mistletoe. So, uh, not great. Coded message worked out well. Was- and he talks about how they're like 2,500 years of a military family. He's one of those dudes. Yep. So as soon as, yeah, there was a transmission and it was in a code that anyone knew about, of course he did. I almost, <laughs> he course. almost surely has stolen Valor on him, on his person <laughs> at any given time. Like he's one of those types of dudes. He's one of those elite operator dudes. What did you fuck? Did you just say to me? I'll have you know that I've graduated <laughs> at the top of my class sort of guys. So, Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> So he sends out his troops, and we get a shot of some new mobile suits Ooh. called the uh, Maharus. Maharus. Maharus, yes, and that's the name of the suit. Maharus. They have these weird shield uh, lasers on the sides of them. Yeah, they're they're very they're they're kind of like the Mutawus, but more pointy. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Also, yeah. Kuvo, that cannot be his name. There's no way. <laughs> yes, that is his name. That is We're his name. Sure did, new guy. It did come up. It did come up. Yes. Uh, so yeah, we we go inside one of the Maharus, and there's a new character, kind of fat, Polynesian guy, dreads, and his name is Sweatson Stero. Sweatson Stero. Yes, that's him. He's a cocky asshole. He's a piece of shit. Yeah. Uh yeah. And he also calls me Loper. Well, you fucked up this situation, so us perfect nobles are gonna have to handle it. <laughs> so yeah, you can really see that the moon is very classist. And Meme is like, God fucking damn it. Yeah, Meme actually says something to the effect of like this guy's just riding his family's coattails or something. Yep. Yeah, he's a piece of shit who like is just there because his family are famous. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, inside Mistletoe, uh, Diana's still telling them that they should go back to Earth. And then <laughs> Muron... a great scene here. Yeah, Muron in his flat smashes the window and Cancer jumps down. And there's all this glass floating around in Yeah, this in is one, not only ridiculous, but it's completely unsafe. Yeah, this so, is like, super dangerous. Diana's walking like through this area. And like there, on the other side of this glass wall behind her is the flat with Cancer in it. And, like, she says something, and they apparently hear her through the wall, and then smash through this glass wall, and, like, glass shards, like, hit her on the way in. Milady, please! Like, how much of those tiny little glass shards got in, got in Diana's eyes? 
gotten her no, hair that stuff more doesn't than anything. go away in uh, space. Just everywhere on her, poor girl. She, but she's yeah, going to put her helmet on later and then she's like bump up against the side of it and cut herself because there's just glass yeah. shards there. So uh, they tell her, no, we're not going anywhere. We live to serve you. And she realizing that she really cannot. I'm not getting rid of these idiots. No. So she just, she's like, thank you so much. Okay, you, you can stay now. Um, so then Lauren and Soshi are heading to Mistletoe in the White Doll and the Capel. Um, the, the militia kind of wondering, they're like, why didn't Harry go? You know, he's the, why didn't he go alone? And, uh, Michael explains to Yanni, they didn't send Harry because it would undermine, uh, the negotiations. Yeah, they don't want Harry, like, going to get the queen and then just, like, fucking off yeah, with her. Fucking yeah, fucking off with her. Yeah, so like, they kept Like, we want the there. queen. <laughs> we, we want her. Yeah. Um, so Harry tells, uh, Keyhill that the moon is under the rule of Agrippa and that he needs her to pose as Diana again for his plan. They're off in the little corner and she agrees to that. And Gwyn is like watching them and is super suspicious of them running. Like, like yeah, they sort of off. walk out of the room quietly and Gwyn's like, mm. yeah, he follows and, uh, them. Yeah, he follows them. And then Lily follows Gwyn because Lily's. Lily's that one kid at the party that knows one person, and she's, like, totally crushing on that one person, and if that one person leaves, she follows that one person. Yeah. Lily is definitely that. (laughs) Uh, So, on the mistletoe, uh, Diana and Cancer Moon are looking for the central control, because Diana wants to go and activate the satellite so they can have, you know, plants and shit again. Woo! Plants! Because they discuss that this satellite was like an experiment by the Solo family to like grow stuff in space. So she wants to get it running again. Um, So we go back to the little game and Harry and Keyhill again. And like she's talking about how Diana is so amazing and beautiful and never runs from her responsibilities. And Harry's like, Keyhill, you're just as beautiful. But uh, it's a shame I have to betray you now. (laughs) Yeah, so it should be said that during this whole conversation, like, she is holding onto his arm yes. very, like, hard. They and, are like, very close to each They are very clearly into each other, 100%. Yeah. And it's also weird, too, because when Harry says he's going to betray her, they're, like, real up in, like, their personal space. They're like, about to kiss. Yeah, they're about to point. kiss. Like, and I feel that, and like, he, pulls the gun he out. is almost, like, expecting it when he pulls the gun on her, which is kind of funny. Yeah, she she doesn't really react. She's like, do what you must, Harry. But Gwen seeing uh, Keelan with a gun on her yells at Harry for betraying them. Harry then fucking sucker punches Keyhill in the stomach and knocks her out. So that he can then point sorry, the gun. Sorry, at sorry, sorry. Yes, he yells sorry, the entire time. <laughs> sorry, 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 fuck, sorry. For the queen, like, that's I'm really sorry, what's I'm going so on. sorry. I love you, oh but it's my duty to the queen. I have to do this. I'm so glad I called this. Um, and then, yeah, Gwen was like, I was wrong to trust you, Harry. And Harry's like, fuck off, shoots at him, makes his escape uh, and gets on his sumo. Fran and Mishi spot them and get shot at. And they're like, hey, what's going on? And start Yo, Harry, what's... Him. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, like, everybody on the ship is like, oh, Harry's a cool guy. And it's like, regret to report that Harry is actually taking away Keyhill. So. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a really funny scene when he gets in the sumo and the militia like stop him and they go up as people in their in their oh god and he just blasts them away because duh yeah he's in a spacesuit they're not gonna <laughs> like, you human, what are you humans gonna do with your piddling guns and he, he shakes them off he flies out the wheel game and Gwyn says that he's planning to basically use Keyhill uh, as Diana in, in his plan, so he shouldn't have trusted him. 
Um, back on Mistletoe, uh, Lauren and Sochi have arrived, uh, but they find the new moon ships. They're wondering if it was Diana Counter, and they're wondering if the, uh, the transmission was a trap. And so then Swetson sees the white doll, goes, ah, that's that devil responsible for oppressing the space colonists. Mm, weird. Mm-hmm. Mm. And goes, we're going to take him down with this formation. And then they blow up the side of the Well, I think, like, <laughs> Lauren and Sochi are inside of it, and they're, like, digging into it or something. It's, I, I don't it's know. Weird. I think it's actually just wanted to blow stuff up. True. I, I think they did just want to. They wanted to do cool time. moves. They're extremely wow cool robot about this. Lauren <laughs> realizes no, these people are a different faction from Diana Counter, and, and the episode ends with them flying in to to start the fight with these guys. Yeah, so they're prepping for a fight next episode. Mm-hmm. We'll see where that goes. Ending on a cliffhanger this week. Yeah, a lot of cliffhanger. Yeah ones lately indeed also i just realized that and i think my episode i forgot uh when lauren's like guarding the shower room yeah and looking at the was iPad, gonna bring it up yeah one of the things so, he mentions is like you know it seems like the white doll is fighting more efficiently than ever before yeah oh well he's like oh it's weird it's like it's getting stronger as i use it it's like it's learning and adapting and becoming better all the time and repairing oh, things well. that may be gone oh, i don't know yeah Kehill mentions nanomachines in yes. the in the garden she's like yeah. this area is destroyed because the nanomachines aren't working must have like, died oh no the nanomachines are all dead which uh oh um, nanomachines never goes well cor- correct me if i'm wrong nanomachines generally don't die uh <laughs> is a thing that concerns me about that uh that See, because here's the thing. I'm still, I'll be honest, still 50-50 between either that fucking robot's either got a black hole in it or got some kind of gray goo in it. It's one of the fucking <laughs> two. And I don't know which one it is, but it's one of them. Tune and in all this talking nanomachines out. and nanomachines being dead really concerns me and makes me think the white doll might be on some real anti-tech shit or something. I don't know. It's it's a bothersome Let me at the very the least. Top of my text document. there's just uh, yeah like especially the yeah huh it's more efficient it's like repairing itself and learning and getting better all the time just no you don't want a robot to do that (laughs) that's wrong that's bad to be fair we already know that the white doll has nanomachines because back on earth it recurred its head and everything yeah 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 imagine that yeah its face just turned itself on so yeah like Oh God! But improving is diff. Like that's a different story. As soon as it's getting better, instead of just becoming the same again, that's worries. Well, maybe right? it was re. Maybe it was flying around at reduced capabilities, and now mm. after being activated for a bit, it's going back to its original specs. Man, I don't know. They sure are hitting us in the face with this every so often. Like <laughs> it's. It is weird because everything else in the series, like, or not everything, but like occasional moments in the series will have the subtlety of a fucking hammer, right? Oh, yeah. Like, it'll be like, look at these two. They look the, the Diana same. Diana Keyhole cross. They look the prop, same. Yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> but then other times they'll just, yeah, like, it, it, it's great because it's been in the background of yep. a few episodes. Yep. And it's never been like an upfront, very important thing. It's always something that just someone will be passively like reading oh, iPad and be like, this does this. Oh, weird. For what it's <laughs> worth in about maybe 10 ish episodes they're going to do the dark history explanation Ooh. so okay that Tune may answer that. some questions i look forward 
I mean, you had to realize it was coming eventually. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Uh, why is Attorney Gundam referred to as the devil and everyone, like, is super fucking terrified of it? There's one reveal mm-hmm. that I'm going to be so like excited to see what your what your reaction is. <laughs> oh hell yeah! Can't wait. It's one character. Yeah. Anyway, we'll see. Next well, time. Next, next time it'll be episodes uh, thirty-eight, 38 to 41? 41? 41. Yeah. forty-one. Forty-one. Yeah. Forty-one, not fifty-one. <laughs> I'm actually Folks. wondering if we get the second OP soon. <laughs> Mm. Oh, I was wondering Ooh. about that because we had Let's it. I, I was sitting there thinking, God, we're still on this one, and it's great. I yes, do love do. this we opening. Still, we'll see the second one and the second ending. Right. Nice. Century I was wondering colors. if we were ever going to get to it because I know there's 49 episodes. Yep. Yep. Anyway, uh, can I say too? I love the turn A theme. It yeah. reminds yeah. me it's a lot good. of like or, like OG Gundam kind of mm. stuff, which is like. <laughs> Speaking of which, um, I know uh, we're, we're going to get to it next time I looked it up. So the next opening, um, go frame by frame in the original opening. Like, I don't mm. know if you can do that in your media player when you get there. But like when that shows up in the opening theme, just go frame by frame because there's some stuff you should look at. <laughs> Very cool. Well, next time, everybody, space anime. Space samurai. Century color, million color. <laughs>